Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole. And this is Yes Dude, the show about shit we like. So, while I'm over here drinking my essential decaf Dutch, what are you drinking? Nicole had to go out and (laughs) get coffee. I did. I was going to make it at home, but it turns out we are out of coffee beans. That doesn't happen to me. (laughs) Oh, I don't usually do the coffee buying, so. Yeah. And since he's been working at home, he started making his own coffee. Like, every morning he started making himself a pour-over recently. Oh, and fancy. so I was like, hey, will you help me with a pour-over after we got done with yoga? And he's like, yeah, I totally would. Except for you don't have any coffee beans. I'm like, fuck, the one time I'm actually going to do it, we don't even have coffee right? beans. So I had to go get myself a Dutch. But since it's fairly late in the evening, it's decaf. One Please try not to rattle that too much. No, I don't. I have another glass of water over here that I intend on drinking more than this. Okay. Uh, and two, are you both working from home? Um, I was Thursday, Friday because of the smoke. Yeah. Uh, but the smoke is clear, so I'll go back to work on Monday. That's also rattly. <laughs> you have ice in that too. But the water will melt. The ice will melt. Mm, and this one yeah. faster than it will the other one. Okay. <laughs> so, my birthday is coming on. Yes, we, the last time we recorded was Labor Day. That feels like forever ago. Yeah. It's two whole weeks. I forget that Labor Day was late this year. Was it? Yeah, usually it's like the third. It was on the seventh this year, so it was like a whole week into September. It's a floater. It is. It's one of those weird ones. Yeah, I call those floater holidays. (laughs) The ones that move around. I don't know what the actual word is. (laughs) Which is less floaty than i think the other ones are because the other ones move through the week based on the because they're attached to a number mm-hmm. <laughs> the other ones are like you know thanksgiving is the third thursday or whatever so it's always going to be the third thursday no matter what number that yeah. is at least you count that yeah <laughs> it's less floaty than the standards but this is true although labor day and memorial day are always on monday which is nice i did not know that about Memorial Day until this year. Oh. I thought it was a. I thought it was always the twenty eighth because my birthday is the twenty seventh. Oh, <laughs> I never knew that it was attached to a Monday. Yeah, it's. I think it's the last Monday in May. No idea. <laughs> I think. I think. Don't quote me, but I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> you got me a really cool gift for my birthday. I did. So way back in episode. Oh, God. What was it? What episode did we talk about Sorted? I think it was probably, like, episode three or four at the latest. I think maybe five, but it was towards way towards the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So, Emily talked about Sorted Food, and I didn't really... Oh, sorry. Now there's drumming. What? They're listening to loud music. I apologize for the background noise, but there is drumming coming up through my floor. Damn. Yeah. Band practice. Oh, maybe they're like putting up a sound system. Oh, that's possible. That would make sense as to why they were drilling. Yeah. And why the music is so loud for like two seconds. <laughs> I'm testing it out. Anyway. Anyways, so way back in episode five or earlier of our podcast, you talked about sorted food. Yes. At that point in time, I did not really know who they were. Uh, but over the time between then and now, I have come to love the boys of sorted. And so you had got me a really cool gift, uh, one that I had asked for after you bought it, but didn't know you had bought it. Yeah. First of all, I asked you in an episode, or maybe it was just while we were doing yoga, hey, what do you want for your birthday? You're like, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. And then that night I was like, oh my God, I know what I'm going to get her. And then like the next week you were like, oh, I know what you could get me. And I'm like, I already got you something. (laughs) And it just happened to be what you were asking for anyway. So... That's how that story went, but I'm super stoked, dude. Uh, Stefan and I want to try and make a recipe out of that this week. We wanted to do it today, yeah. but I didn't get home until super late, so. But that's our goal for this week, is to pick a recipe out of there and do it. It was episode 10. Ah. Was it that late? Yeah, it looks like it. Wow. That's, like, well into May. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was early, although it is September. That was a while ago. It's like, four months ago. Yeah. Wow. That's blows my mind time is flying hey we've been podcasters for six months yeah that's exciting <laughs> happy six month podcast anniversary. you too thank you um which recipe are you looking at making what do you think the <sighs> the pina colada because it takes three ingredients <laughs> no we 
We have not decided. I like the idea of the squidding fish and chips, except for I don't like the idea of frying in my home because the oil smell gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll be different if you have like an actual house and you can get some airflow in there. Exactly. Exactly. That's coming hopefully within a year or so. But mm-hmm. until then, we have not decided. We flipped through it several times just looking at them and peeking. So yeah. I think we'll probably, we've looked at our options enough. We can probably like settle on one this next yeah. week. So I said, it just depends on what mood we're in. We'll have to I pick know. one from each genre and be like, Which, yeah. what, what are we feeling today? Right. It's not a regular cookbook. There's music associated. Yes. So uh, to the beat is what this cookbook is called. And each recipe has a playlist of songs that times perfectly with the meal that you're cooking. So I think the pina colada one is a tropical house mix. And I think it has like four songs in it or something like that. Yeah. Which is not very awesome, long. But like, not doing much. But how cool is it that it has tropical house and you're making a pina colada? Like, I love that. So yeah. I'm excited. It'll be cool. Cool experience. Yeah. There's some sort of milfoy in there. There's a lot of things in there. I know. There's ice cream. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. The What is it? Feta and Kalamata? Yes. Yeah. That sounds so intriguing and good. I think it's strawberry calamata. I don't think so. I think there's cheese. Oh. We would have to look it up, but I don't think it was. I think it was cheese and calamata. I know it's definitely calamata. Definitely calamata. I feel like Jacob would enjoy that. Oh, he totally would. (laughs) That's probably going to have to speak. So, yeah. How was work today for you? So, I woke up. When my alarm went off at 7.30, and I'm like, cool, I'll hit the snooze button, and I'll lay here for nine minutes, and then I'll get up. And apparently I hit the off button. <laughs> I was laying there. I'm like, this is the longest nine minutes that I've ever been. <laughs> so I looked at it, and it was 11.47. And I'm like, that's later than I wanted to sleep. But it's okay. I don't have to be there until one. And I was like, it's Sunday. I have to be there in 13 minutes. I was going to say it's <laughs> noon. Yeah, I forgot that it was Sunday. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. My manager wasn't going to be there for whatever reason. So I had to call the cover manager and she didn't answer. <laughs> like it went straight to voicemail. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> oh, well, I tried. So I like run down to my car and I call her again and it rings a couple times and it goes to voicemail. And I'm like, answer the phone. Right. Like now you're just being a bitch. Answer the phone. <laughs> I mean, she's probably just. I mean, it's her Sunday. Customer or something. Yeah. Well, it's not her Sunday. It wasn't my manager. It was my cover manager who was working. Oh, okay. On call. <laughs> but I. Yeah. So, so I call and I'm like, answer the phone. <laughs> so I'm like, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> She'll just have to figure it out. So she calls me back. She's like, hey, are you at the store? Because like it sends out an alert if you're 10 minutes late. Yeah. Uh, to clock in because we're supposed to be there 20 minutes before the store opens so we can open the store and i'm like no i accidentally turned off my alarm so i'm gonna be a little bit late but i'm on my way right now and she's like okay just get there when you can and i'm like okay shouldn't send anyone to open the store <laughs> so like I sped all the way there i'm like changing in my car <laughs> so I'm, like at red lights i'm like i have to go i was only 15 minutes after we open but that's not so bad Considering yeah. you woke up 13 minutes prior to that, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kelsey's here. Hi, Kelsey. She can't hear Nicole me. Nicole says hi. Hi. She says hi. Anyway, so, yeah, I was like 15 minutes late, and then someone pulled up, like, before I had even finished clocking in, because we have to do our little, like, do you have COVID survey before we can get to the clock in button. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, so you have to, like, it, it asks one question at a time, and then you hit enter, and then it, like, sends you to the next question. I'm like, just put them all on one page. Right. <laughs> Ask me if I have COVID, and let me do this. Let me just press all the buttons uh, one time. Yeah, it takes, like, an extra 30 seconds to clock in, so if you're, like, right on the cusp, it's like, hey, you're late. Right. <laughs> and then I had one pickup all day, <laughs> so so <laughs> I made, like, fourteen ninety five All day? All day, I had one pickup. Set. In my envelope that I sent into the office, there was one receipt. <laughs> <laughs> that is a slow day, my friend. Yeah. Well, we had, I had drop-offs. I had three bags waiting when I got there and someone put all our freaking plastic through it. So there's plastic and hangers all over the floor when I get there. Because <sighs> we recycle. Mm-hmm. And by recycle, we mean reuse. So like, we take the hangers that we give them, we'll take those back. And then people always so bring us like... 
other hangers and like plastic hangers and i'm like these are going straight in the trash just take them with you right (laughs) there's a dumpster outside only our stuff please (sighs) yeah people don't people don't realize that we mean reuse though because we say we recycle hangers but yeah so they'll just like shove hangers in their like garment like their laundry bags that they bring and are like folded and like bent and i'm like i'm not untangling this this goes straight in the trash (laughs) yes i have other things to do yikes yeah did we ever hear what you're drinking tonight we talked about my dutch ah your coke (laughs) we did not but it's just a coke coca-cola i like which i will talk about in a minute oh (laughs) in in one of my topics okay are you ready yes (laughs) for my first topic coupons yeah dude (laughs) I say coupons. What do you say? Coupons. Okay. Coupon is... The correct pronunciation. Well, it's an alternate pronunciation because it's French. Coupon. So. I've heard... (laughs) That's what I learned about coupons. I've heard that. (laughs) I'm like, no. I say coupon as a joke. Yeah, same. (laughs) But I've heard that in serious conversation. I'm like, just no, that is not it. It does not have an I. It has an O. Yeah. I like it as a joke because I think it's funny, but if that's how you actually say it, I'm like, where are you from? Right? Like, <laughs> I was saying stuff wrong like that on purpose. That's fun. Me too. I can't think of any other examples, but. Me either. I like to say cinnamon, <laughs> even though I can say cinnamon. Yeah. Just because. <laughs> Which is probably not very nice, but. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, the first coupon. Would you care to take a guess? The first coupon? The first ever coupon. What, like. Modern day coupon or like ever? Ever. The first ever coupon. I'll give you some help. Both of those categories are basically the same thing in this case. Okay. <laughs> like guess what the product was or like when it came out? Um, either way. If you guess when it came out, it would probably help you with the product. <laughs> I'm guessing like 1950s. You are not close. No? Okay. Is it in the 80s? No. Earlier? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. 1888. Wow. That is way early. It wasn't not in the 80s. Okay. But it was the wrong 80s. The 1880s, not 1980s. Yes. 1888. Coca-Cola. Oh, okay. It makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. It all makes sense now. Um, They had... They issued a free glass of coca-cola coupon in 1888 it was the earliest documented coupon and it circulated in the mail and in magazines so they were just sending them out that was like the earliest version of a mailer interesting so they would just send you a coupon for a free glass of coke and you just go redeem the coupon Mm -hmm. precisely all right (laughs) cool it's like if you uh get you know like valpac they just send you a coupon for, like, a free blizzard, and then you go to Dairy Queen and get a blizzard. This is true. Except, you know, Coca-Cola doesn't have their own, like, proprietary store. <laughs> so it's more like if, I don't know, Coca-Cola sent you a free glass of coupon and you went to Denny's and got a free Coke. Right. It would need to be somewhere specific. Yeah. <laughs> Modern day, anyways. Yeah. It is estimated that between 1894 and 1913... One out of nine Americans had claimed a free glass of Coke. Wow. From the coupon. Yeah. And that totals uh, 8,500,000 free drinks. Or 500,000 free drinks. That's a lot. Yeah. Was this like a marketing ploy to get them started? Like, Not to get them started, I don't think, because Coke's been around for a while. But yeah, to get more people drinking it, yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, that's what the purpose of a coupon is, right? <laughs> yeah. Marketing. Yes, and by 1895, you could find Coke in every state. So maybe it was to get them more widely popular because they were only popular in certain areas. I'm not sure. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. In 1929, the Betty Crocker started a loyalty points program. So like a rewards club kind of thing Mm -hmm. in which you could, you know, earn points by purchasing better bet. (laughs) Oh my God. You could earn points by purchasing Betty Crocker products and exchange them for things like flatware and stuff. 
So it's not just like, hey, if you get so many of these, we'll send you a free cake mix. <laughs> it's like actual prizes that you could earn. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's how they used to do those kinds of things back in the day. It's like you spend money there and then they have like Gift. products that they've purchased that you can turn your points in for instead of just <laughs> their products again. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, that ended in 2006, making it the longest running rewards program. Because that is what I did the math. 70, 87 years? Something? 78 years? That is a 77, while. 77 years. <laughs> During the Great Depression, people used coupons to cut their grocery bills because, you know, they don't have any money. Yeah. I mean, it's a Great Depression. <laughs> uh, and apparently, a common phrase that you would hear in the streets was use it up, wear it out, make it do, or go without. So basically, reuse, reduce, recycle. <laughs> right? I was just going to say that sounds very familiar. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you can't afford new clothes, you just patch them. <laughs> you make them work. Yeah. With what you got, man. Yeah. Which is also where, you know, like the depression cake. Have you ever heard of the depression mm-hmm. cake? Yeah. They just use like, well, I think there are versions because some of them are like accidentally vegan because they couldn't afford the like fresh ingredients. And then there are other ones that just like use mayo in place of everything. <laughs> in 1940. Or the 1940s. Uh, Bigger chains, bigger businesses would use coupons to draw customers away from their neighborhood markets. And draw them to the bigger retailers. Because they had a a bigger selection and they could get their items for cheaper. Uh, In 1957, the first coupon company came about. The Nielsen Coupon Clearinghouse. Don't ask me what they did. (laughs) I don't know. I know the name Nielsen because it's... On everything. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what a coupon clearinghouse is. Maybe like I don't a... know if they're the people who made the coupons or if like they sent out coupons and you would go there instead of a store. I don't know I what think that it's is. like a clearinghouse <laughs> is like an agency that like signs contracts. So they would... I, my assumption is that they would sign like a contract with a specific distributor or provider of services or goods. And then they would market those based on the contract. That'd be my assumption. But yeah, I don't actually know. Neither. I didn't look into it. <laughs> I was doing these at work. Uh, by 1975, uh, three quarters of the U.S. population was using coupons. I mean, if you think about it, how many wars had we been through in like less than 100 years at that point? Like at least three. Like people are trying to save money. In 2010, carp- uh, carpet Target <laughs> becomes the first retailer to offer coupons in their app. In, it started out as the Cartwheel app. I've been a Target app user for many years. <laughs> it started out as Cartwheel, and then they combined it into just their regular Target app and moved all the coupons into there instead of having it in a different spot. Uh, in 2012, uh, mobile coupon use is over 5 billion people, and that doubled by 2014. So 10 billion people <laughs> using, or at least, I mean... I don't know how they came up with those numbers. It could be if you don't have an account on a phone and you get a new phone and then you yeah. create a new account, you know. I don't know if they're asking people individually or if it's based on, like... Numbers. Yeah, like signups. Coupon use is also prevalent across all generations, with 9 out of 10 respondents using coupons for their daily goods. There was some sort of survey taken, apparently. <laughs> so, I use coupons... Mostly in apps. My Safeway slash Albertsons, because they're the same like group of grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have both apps, just because I don't want to switch back and forth, but it's the same app. <laughs> it's just for a different store. This year, at those stores combined, mostly Safeway, because I've gone to Albertsons like twice, maybe. I've saved thirty seven ninety one, and that was last week, because today I went to Safeway after work. And I saved another <laughs> seven something, and I only spent four oh five. Heck yeah, yeah, that's like a seventy percent saving. That's legit, <laughs> so, dude. Right, and then at Target, my uh, overall is not much more impressive. It's actually a lot less impressive since I've been using the Target app since like twenty fifteen, uh, and I've saved thirty seven eighty. That's sweet. Yeah, it's basically the same amount, but over five years instead of one year. <laughs> Yeah, so I have those. I have the Sprouts app that I use, but it doesn't tell you that information. I mean, things like Groupon, 
people have Groupon. You can get a good deal on there. I Groupon frequently. Yeah. But today, <laughs> I was uh, browsing the Safeway app before I left work. So I was like, I want, like, chips and something to drink. So I went in the app, and I had one reward available, because you have the coupons, and then you get, like, you earn, like, rewards points. Mm-hmm. So I also got an apple juice for free, because that was one of the items. It was, like, eggs and cheese and, basic, like, your basic kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to eat any of that. So I got a free signature market, whatever it's called. Their brand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the store brand apple juice. And I got some chips, which were full price, I think. But also today, for some reason, the six pack of Coca-Cola bottles was 99 cents. And I'm like, six cups for 99 cents? I'll drink soda for that. Wow. That's a <laughs> I really can absolutely good price. be bought. <laughs> 99 cents? Yeah. For the six pack. And I'm like, is that a glitch it wasn't a glitch because they had the sticker on the shelf when i got there there were only like three things left and i'm like i really gotta get in there mm-hmm. <laughs> grab one of these um i just like coupons especially <laughs> right now because i gotta buy a car soon mm-hmm. i love coupons i didn't okay so i was we didn't use coupons growing up that i knew of like that you know we didn't like sit down at the table and clip coupons together yeah so i didn't really start doing that until like i moved out probably to la i was like i gotta save money for real those things actually add up like a lot yeah (laughs) yeah seth and i frequently use the mcdonald's app for coupons Mm -hmm. um on thread up i used uh, your ten dollar off coupon yeah so there's that I use coupons frequently on online purchases, especially with like Torrid or things like that. I definitely use digital coupons more. I do recall being younger yeah. and not necessarily coupon clipping, but like looking through the coupons. Yeah. I always opened the Val Pack when I was a kid because it felt like getting mail. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we would just like, we shopped at Food for Less instead of like Safeway. So we would just like go to the more affordable places. I do love Co. Me too. We don't... The, we have one here. We have two, I think. And it's far, though. <laughs> I would have to, like, plan a trip. I mean, it's not, like, the farthest thing, but, like, far enough that I, I'm not going to make that trip just for groceries, probably. Yeah. The closest one is, like, 15 minutes away. And yeah. pre-COVID, that's where we did all of our shopping. Post-COVID mm-hmm. or during COVID, that is not where we've done any shopping. It's going to get crazy there, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. It's sometimes crazy there Anyways, <laughs> during normal times. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we have not been there for a long time. But growing up, we went to places like Prospe- Prospector Liquidator or Grocery Outlet or things like that. Um, yeah. Definitely. That was our jam. So yeah. like I said, we or I guess we didn't really like coupon, but we definitely like went to discount places. Went for the deals. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And then as an adult, I've not necessarily decided not to do that. Like I still when I'm at you know the fancy grocery store (laughs) safeway the fanciest of all grocery stores i still like check all the prices and obviously go on the app and find all the coupons and stuff but yeah and then things like loyalty club points and stuff like that so you know i have starbucks and duncan and i just order on the app before i go to work and then i stop by and pick up on the way so i don't have to wait and also i get the points for it (laughs) that's perfect yeah. I do like rewards points. I am a yes. l- member to a lot of rewards points clubs. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I went to Michael's yesterday to pick up some glitter vinyl. And she's like, are you a rewards member? I was like, no. Oh, I was like, wait a second. Actually, yes, I am. And I put in my code. Mm-hmm. And sure shit, I got $3 off. So that was great. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the Starbucks system a little better because you earn, you know, stars, stars. up to like 400 or something. And then you can choose like... Once you hit a certain amount, you can spend them on certain items. So, like, the bakery is 50 points or whatever. At Dutch, or not Dutch, uh, Duncan, you, like, fill up your little bar to what, however many it is, like, 200 points or whatever, and you get a free coffee. But, like, that's it. Like, you have to wait until you filled up. There's no, like, mile markers yeah, along the way. it's either all or nothing. <laughs> yeah. But also, little tip here, if you have an Einstein Brothers around... I sure do. They're just throwing free coffee at you. <laughs> you 
as long as you order food in the app, you get free coffee. Really? Yeah, you can order a dollar seventy-five cookie, and they'll give you free coffee. <laughs> Heck yeah! Okay. Yeah, and like it's not you know it's not Dutch Brothers sized because Dutch Brothers, for those of you who don't have a Dutch Brothers, accounts for the ice <laughs> when you order an, a cold drink. So if you get an iced coffee, it's like thirty-two ounces or <laughs> something. <laughs> it's a big ass cup, but that's because they don't want to like rip you off and give you half ice and half coffee. So you know, at Einstein, it's like. A, maybe a 24 ounce cup for like a large but free coffee is free coffee i will take it yeah uh i like coupons <laughs> they help you save money take advantage of it if you have it are you ready for my topic mm-hmm. okay you can kind of commiserate with this one because you've lived in places <laughs> that have lots of fires but this week i like good air quality yeah <laughs> yes i am grateful for good air quality uh for those of you been listening for a while i live up in portland oregon And recently, we've had a lot of forest wildfires. There was a very weird storm that moved through here, dried out the air, dried out the forest, and it was hot for a couple days. The wind picked up, and there were lots of fires started, man-made and from lightning as well. So, the wind changed, and here in Portland, we got smoked out for 10 days. Our air was hazardous, not just like saying, oh, the air is hazardous to breathe. It was actually labeled hazardous and i'll get to what hazardous means in a little bit but that is why i am grateful for good air quality or just the air quality scale in general so what is air quality air quality refers to the condition of the air within our surrounding and obviously that changes from person to person house to house place to place here in portland it changed from neighborhood to neighborhood drastically we had sensors in southeast that were off the charts we had sensors in northeast that were in the hundreds it was just all over the place Um, So it can vary drastically based on just the location that you're in. Good air quality pertains to a level at which the air is clean, clear, and free from pollutants such as dust, smoke, smog, and pollens. Air quality can be downgraded for both natural and man-made reasons. So say one of the mills in town was going to be burning some toxic shit in their incinerator. That can downgrade the air quality for a specific town for however long period of time. So air quality depends on three factors. The amount of pollutants there are in the air, the rate at which they're released into the atmosphere, so how like the frequency at which they're being produced, and how long they're trapped in a specific area. So that same place that was burning toxic stuff, if the wind is blowing, the air quality could be remain good. But on a day that the wind isn't blowing, they could be burning the same stuff and the air quality could be hazardous. It It's that variable. It's pretty interesting. Some man-made reasons that air quality can be downgraded are... Vehicle emissions, toxic gases, coal, coal plants and related landfills, different types of burning. It's like slash burning on farms, things like that can cause air quality to be downgraded. Some natural reasons that air quality can be downgraded are volcanic eruption. So gases, ash, <laughs> pumice, all of it. We know that. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> uh, windstorm dust and wildfire smoke i know that we know (laughs) all of them (laughs) yep so i mentioned that the amount of pollutants is one of the three determining factors in air quality so what exactly is a pollutant so a pollutant is or could be sulfur dioxide particulate matter so dust ash possibly even lead uh Carbon dioxide is a common one. Carbon monoxide is another common one. Nitrous oxide and smog. Particulate matter can include, obviously, dust, smoke, soot. And it can affect not only outdoor air quality, but indoor as well. So we were pretty lucky here in our home because we're in a condo building and our front door opens to a hallway, which Mm -hmm. leads to another door that goes to the outside. So we didn't have to worry about like coming in and out of our front door so much as people with normal houses did. However... Had we not replaced our 100-year-old windows three years ago, we would have been miserable. Our windows saved our butts. <laughs> we had bought an air filter and attached it to a box fan and had it running. And our filter after five days looked like pictures of someone's filter having been run for eight hours with not nearly as good of windows. So I felt very fortunate. And our house really didn't smell like smoke. It did when we had the air conditioner in the window because obviously it seeped in through the cracks and such. But once we took that out and sealed up the windows, it was pretty good in here. (laughs) I felt very fortunate. So how is air quality measured? It is measured by the air quality index chart. 
And what that is, is a chart that tells you how many parts per million are in the air and how big they are and what they are. So the air quality index, uh, zero to 50 parts per million is considered good. And often that's indicated by the color green. 51 to 100 parts per million is considered moderate and that's yellow. 101 to 150 unhealthy for sensitive groups is orange. We get that frequently here in Portland. Um, Part of that's just living in a city, but it typically doesn't go any higher than that 150 range. Yeah. Occasionally when there's a forest fire, we get in the unhealthy, but not, not anything like we experienced the last 10 days. Mm -hmm. Um, 151 to 200 parts per million is considered unhealthy and that's indicated by red. 201 parts per million to 300 parts per million is considered very unhealthy and that's purple. And then 301 to 500 where the scale tops out is considered hazardous and that color is maroon. We tipped over the scale here in Portland. Like we were not even registering. We were so high, um, which is absolutely crazy. I was reading Mm. some statistics and they said that being outside a full eight hour working day in hazardous conditions is our hazardous air quality is equivalent to smoking 23 cigarettes in a day. That is wild. Wild. (laughs) And there were, like, homeless people out and about. I mean, I was just going to say, think about all the people who don't have anywhere to be Exactly. It was crazy. However, um, I did see, I think I mentioned it to you the other day uh, while we were doing yoga, but there's a 211 number you can call, and they, um, the number will basically come to where you are, uh, pick the person you're trying to help, obviously providing the they want help uh, pick the person yeah. up and take them to a shelter. So I saw that service being passed around more so than I had in the past, which I thought was very cool. So things like that do exist that I didn't know about prior, but I did mm-hmm. feel real bad for everyone that had to be outside. And that's, like I said, part of the reason why I was working from home Thursday, Friday is just because it was so terrible. Yeah. And not even just homeless people, but there are people who work, work outside. outside yeah. Yeah. Like, Anyone. Maintenance workers and construction and I mean, I worked in an, that. in an office and our office was smoky as hell. So I can't mm-hmm. imagine what like actually being in the outside air was like. Yeah. In fact, the city of Portland basically said, don't send your workers to work if they need to be outside. They shut our garbage yeah. service off, actually. So uh, utility workers didn't have to be outside. Um, they shut road construction down. They were supposed to do a big I-5 project, actually, when I was driving up to Washington yesterday. They have one lane going north on I-5. The entire northbound bridge is shut off. They have two Mm -hmm. lanes of I-5 north transferred over to the left lane or the southbound side. And they have one southbound lane coming from Washington, Oregon, and that's it. (laughs) But they were supposed to be doing that that last week, and they postponed it till yesterday because it was just so smoky. Like, it was not good for anyone. Yeah. Inside or outside. (laughs) Yeah. So I am... I like good air quality. We got a bunch of rain um, Thursday and Friday, which kind of cleared out the smoke in the air and made it feel like fall real quick. Like, but never in my life have I taken such a deep breath <laughs> and been so grateful for it. It was it was a rough ten days. <laughs> yeah. So this week, true. There are also the insane people like my mom who uh, climbs Mount St. Helens every year on her birthday. And that she did not skip this year just because of no forest fire smoke. <laughs> this is true. But I mean, she said they were above the smoke for most of the time, but still. Your mom's hardcore, <laughs> though. But, and also, those yeah. classes are kind of hard to get. So I could see, like, powering through it, especially if you knew you were going to be above the smoke layer most yeah. of the time. Also, your mom's a badass. <laughs> this might be her last year, man. Really? They're thinking about moving. Oh, that's right. Earlier than they were. So That's right. Might be her last climb. Crazy. Now she'll have to just do camelback. Yeah, she'll have or to something. find something else to climb now. Yeah. <laughs> Cactus or something. Cactus. So yeah, when you were you escaped the smoke. I did escape the smoke for my birthday weekend. Stefan, <laughs> this is why we had to delay our recording. This is exactly partly. why. Uh, blame <laughs> it on my boyfriend. So Stefan decided to take me to Denver for my birthday and to get out of the smoke. So we did, and I mentioned the air filter earlier. We had a rental car, drove half an hour out of the city of Denver to pick up two air filters, carry them on the plane, and bring them home with us because the entire West Coast was sold out of air filters. So, (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, uh, I was very grateful to get out of the smoke for two days. Um, It was kind of wild. 
So as you were taking off, you could smell it in the plane. Well, yeah. I mean, they had the doors open for how long? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you could smell it coming in through the air, like, during Mm -hmm. takeoff. And then it, like, cleared out. And then on the way in, you could, like, start to smell it as you descended. And then you would go up to the ground and it was just, like, suffocating. And it was, like, Steph and I looked at each other and were, like, oh, my God, we are so glad we got those air filters. We thought we were going to have to, like, try and fight people, (laughs) like, ward people off. Uh, Not the case. However, uh, like I said, our house was pretty shut up tight. So it didn't stink too bad and there wasn't a whole lot of particulate matter. But it was pretty cool to watch the filter fill up over a period of a couple days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't bad enough to, like, smell it like that when I f- went up there in 2017 and we were both on fire. Yes. That was the Eagle Creek that fire. Was still, that was close to my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so. You can see flame. Yeah. yeah. During the day I could see flames. <laughs> That's how close it was. That is wild. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. So I was working nights. So I went out my apartment and I saw like lights over on the, on the ridge. Cause it started on the opposite side of the ridge. We didn't know there was a fire yet. And it came up over onto our side. But I can see, like, lights, and I'm like, there's a, there are buildings in that spot, <laughs> so I'm like, I could, you know, maybe they've just always been that bright, and I've not noticed. <laughs> so, like, that was the furthest, I'm like, huh, I don't remember the lights being that bright, but, oh well, <laughs> I'm on my way to work. Uh, and then the next day, yeah, it had, like, made its way down, and then the next night when I had to go back into work, it was just the entire... Like, it was like a half a ring of fire around us because I was in the valley. Oh my god! And like spread all the way down. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. Speaking of Denver, the reason we were softened with smoke so much here in Portland is because Denver <laughs> got a super early snowfall uh, at the beginning of September, which basically caused the huge winds I was talking about earlier in California and Oregon um, and basically created its own weather pattern that threw off all the models, everything. Mm-hmm. So that cold weather in Denver uh, really fucked you. Guys. It really did. It truly did. Uh, which is really ironic because that's where I went to escape the smoke. It's all just kind of weirdly, oddly intertwined there. But <laughs> today I'm thankful for good air quality <laughs> in my home. Yes. <laughs> On that note, what is your second topic? Okay, so I have a little bit of lead-in before I tell you what this is, because I know you're not actually going to know this thing. Okay. Um, so, I like, you know I like internet quizzes. We talked about it last episode. Yes. Uh, and also, I think it's so weird how across the country we call the same thing different names. Yeah. Like, how did, how, how did we, how did we get there? Because <laughs> we're too big for our own good. <laughs> but, like, who decided, like, I'm going to move to the West and I'm going to call it soda. <laughs> like, right. Not pop. Who decided those things? Yeah. I don't know where <laughs> like where the differences come from. That's so fascinating to me. So there is a quiz from the New York Times. Okay. I just wrote down dialect quiz because I didn't know what it was called. The title of the article is How Y'all Use and You Guys Talk. <laughs> because those are all the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's all a group of people that you're addressing. Or, you know, more than one person. But a little bit about... This quiz. It was created by Josh Katz, who was a graphics editor for the New York Times, not even a journalist. <laughs> he just was also really interested in like regionalisms and stuff like that. He also has a book called Speaking American, and it's basically like infographics and stuff about how things have like, de- like how speech patterns have developed in different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And then I'll read you the little blurb okay and then we can take the quiz i love these okay these are my favorite this is why i didn't want to do last again because we did this last (laughs) last episode that was so long ago right so the data for the quiz and maps come from over three hundred and fifty thousand survey responses collected from august to october 2013 it's a bit of an old quiz okay but it still stands relevant (laughs) yeah it's still good. Uh, most of the questions are based on those in the Harvard Dialect Survey, a linguistics project begun in 2002. So people have been doing this for a long time. Researching for at least <laughs> 11 years. Yeah. 
The colors on the large heat map respond to the probability that a randomly selected person in that location would respond to a randomly selected question the same way that you did. The three smaller maps show which answer most contributed to those cities being named the most or least similar to you. That part we'll get to at the end. But <laughs> but would you like to play a game? I would love to play. Okay. I had the quiz pulled up right here. Okay. Do I need a pen and paper? No. Okay. I'm going to ask you questions. Okay. So technically, I could just have you pull it up and do it on your own, but I don't have all that many things to say about this topic. I just think I just like the quiz. And also, I think that when you read it, sometimes it can influence your answer. Okay. (laughs) Because, like, if I ask you what you call soda, one of the questions is, like, what do you call a carbonated beverage or whatever? Um and you look and you're like, oh, maybe sometimes I do call it pop. <laughs> right. Like, I just think, I just think it's better if you don't see the answers. <laughs> right. The quiz. I'll tell you my things after. Also, it gives you 25 questions, but they have more than 25 questions. So you could take the same quiz and have different questions as someone else who's taking the quiz. Okay. But are you ready? I am. Yes. Okay. Question one. How would you address a group of two or more people? <laughs> you guys. Okay. I have to figure out how to put my arms because my iPad is much bigger than my phone. <laughs> uh, where is it? You guys. All right. What do you call it when rain falls while the sun is shining? Rain. Okay. You have no expression for this. <laughs> there are several actual answers like pineapple rain. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I just call it rain. Just, I mean, it's just rain. Yeah. Uh, what do you call the large wild cat native to the Americas? I did not have this one on mine. A puma? It's on there. Okay. <laughs> I would have said cougar. Oh. See, that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't know which one to pick because I call them both. Yeah. But I think that I would say cougar if you just asked me. Or mountain lion. Like, those are all yeah. the same. That's on there, too. It's, you know, <laughs> they're all, those are pretty much interchangeable where we're from. So. Yeah. <laughs> what does Crayola make? Crayons. Say it again. Crayons. It says how do you how do you pronounce crayon? But if I say it, <laughs> I pronounce it how it's spelled. Crayon. Yeah. What do you call the night before Halloween? Hallows Eve or All Hallows Eve? You don't have a word for this. No. There's like a there's like a. Do you know what mischief night is? No. Yeah. See, it's in, in like an East Coast thing. Uh, everyone like goes out and like TP's houses and stuff. It's uh-huh. called mischief night. But oh, that's what they just... do on. Um... Don't they do that in Hocus Pocus? They talk about mischief night? I, I think that's more just the bullies. Okay. Just TPing. Stealing shit. candy okay. from children. <laughs> okay. For some reason, I related those two That's things. just ice. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> yeah. He used to scare the crap out of me. You weren't a fan of Ernie? No. <laughs> no. That was his real name. Oh. I told you. My name's Ice now. <laughs> yes. No. I was not afraid of him. Or yes, I was yeah. afraid of him. <laughs> he was not my favorite. No. He was a dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to verify that your your answer is there's like the top part of Michigan and then like a little bit in like s- southern New York and like Boston and stuff are the only two places that have a word for the night before Halloween. Okay. So, very east coast. Yeah. Um, do you call the sweet spread that is put on a cake frosting or icing? Frosting. What do you call your mom's sister? Aunt. Okay. All that. There were a lot of answers to that. Uh, what do you call an easy high school or college class? An easy A. That was my answer, which is not on the list. Oh. So, other. What do you call the small road? What do you call the small road parallel to the highway? Frontage road. I think I said access, but either way. Same thing. I've used both. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call a sweetened carbonated beverage? Soda. <laughs> yeah. What would you call a sale of unwanted items on your porch, in your yard, etc.? Garage sale. Really? Yard sale, garage sale. I use them interchangeably. I say yard sale because my garage is closed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we're getting literal and I was going to make a sign for it, it'd be yard sale. But if I'm just talking, it's garage. What do you call the rubber-soled shoes worn in gym class or for athletic activities? Tennis shoes. Same. How do you pronounce B-E-E-N? Ben. What do you call the area of grass in the middle of some streets? The median. Same. If you were to get arrested, who would you hire to represent you in court? A lawyer. 
<laughs> I'm like, how do, how do I get to lawyer without saying lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> lawyer and attorney, but lawyer. What was Jesus's mother's name? Mary? Mm-hmm. Like the full name? Uh, no, Mary's good. Okay. How do you, what do you say before Christmas? Merry Christmas? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what are you doing if you're getting hitched? Getting married? Okay. I just need to know how you if you say those three different or the same because it's the same word. So if you go fishing and you catch something, you blank a fish. Caught a fish. Mm-hmm. And now say that, but the one you sleep on. Caught. Okay. <laughs> it's the same. It's like playing taboo. It is. <laughs> you have to rephrase the question. <laughs> what do you call a drive-through liquor store? Not existent here in Oregon. <laughs> Yeah, we uh we have these, but I have no term or I've never heard of it. Yeah, I only been to one one time, and I was underage and in the back seat. So <laughs> <laughs> it was in South Dakota. We were getting my aunt black velvet. Yeah. Um, what's the subpar version of butterscotch? The subpar version of butterscotch. Mm-hmm. Caramel. The other one that people like more. Okay, say it again. Caramel. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what do you call a large motor vehicle used to carry freight? A semi. What do you call the small gray bug that curls up into a ball when it's touched? Potato bug. Really? Yep. I said roly poly. Those two. Or pill bug. That works as well. What do you call the long sandwich that contains cold cuts, lettuce, and so on? A sub. Mm-hmm. Same. What do you call a traffic jam caused by drivers slowing down to look at an accident or other diversion on the side of the road? Oh, I thought about this word earlier. Looky-loo. Really? Or rubbernecker. One or both. Yeah. It's just, it's not the, it's not the people who are looking. It's the, the, the traffic jam. Oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> that has its own word. Wait a second. Reread the question. What do you call a traffic jam caused by drivers slowing down to look at something? Oh. Not what do you call the people who are looking. Oh, just traffic. Yeah. That's what I say. Just traffic. There's a special <laughs> word for it? Yeah, some people call it a looky-loo. Oh. And I'm like, I know she doesn't call the activity a No, the activity is not That's a looky-loo, it's a person. Yeah. What do you call a traffic situation in which several roads meet in a circle? Roundabout? Same. I like traffic circus, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's an option. Yeah. Um, what is the distinction between dinner and supper? Okay, so here's the thing. I have mm-hmm. family in South Dakota, so that's a common word yeah. for dinner. Yeah. That's just, like, their word for dinner. So, for me, they mean the same thing as okay. a West Coaster. Yeah, that's one of the options. Okay. There is no distinction. Yeah. They both have the same meaning. Oh, that was it. That was question 25. Oh, that's fast. Ta-da! I did it. Where am I from? Go faster. <laughs> I don't know. It took a minute to load when I did it last week. Oh, there we go. All right. Do you want to hear yours first or mine? Uh, Mine. Okay. So, your three most, um, okay, see the pattern of your dialect in the map below. Three of the most similar cities are shown. So, basically, it takes your answers that you gave, um, and there's, like, a certain likelihood that the people from this place you grew up also answered those questions that way. Okay. So, (laughs) the place, the three, it gives you three cities that you most likely, you know, grew up and, like, learned those kinds of phrases. Uh, Salt Lake City. Okay. Not too far. Madison, Wisconsin, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, I am very Midwestern. (laughs) Those are are your three, apparently, because Salt Lake City was potato bug. Oh. And then Madison and Milwaukee were fronted road. Interesting. Would you like to hear where you're least likely from? Yes. I'm going to laugh if it says, okay, no, yours is close to mine. New Orleans yonkers and philadelphia yeah definitely not any of those (laughs) yeah no new orleans and philadelphia because you called it a sub and yonkers because you said tennis shoes and they say sneakers they say sneakers probably anyway here's your least likely map can you see it oh yeah yeah definitely not in the south yeah very midwestern Um, and west coast here's your most likely map it's the same map, but the city names changed. So that's cool. The red is where you're most likely from. That's super cool. So that's really funny because I am actually, I have a lot of family history and a lot of family back in Madison and Milwaukee. That is weird. So for it to pinpoint <laughs> that is yeah. kind of perfect. Right. So that's the weird thing though, right? Because Kelsey grew up on 
the southwest of Washington, when I made her take it, one of her top three was Spokane, where they lived when she was like two or whatever. Wild. Like, like it got that close. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How are yours? So mine, most likely, uh, Reno, because I said crawdad. You know what a crawdad oh, yeah. is. Santa Rosa, because I said crawdad. And Boise, because I said kitty corner. So mine were pretty close in that whole area. But <laughs> I only say kitty corner because I don't know what it actually is. It has nothing to do with where I grew up. <laughs> it had everything to do with I'm uncertain. So I'm just going to say kitty corner because that can't possibly be the right actual word. <laughs> and everyone knows it. And then my least likely was uh, New Orleans because I said sub. And then for some reason, the Mary, Mary and Mary didn't come into play in years. But mine was least likely because I said them all the same. New York and Providence, Rhode Island. Interesting. That's super fun. Yeah. I just think that stuff's kind of cool. And also that's the, like, my favorite kind of quiz is where it's like, it's trying to guess an actual factual thing about you and not just like, <laughs> I know that the quiz you picked uh, for the BuzzFeed <laughs> was like, which Disney cat are you? And I'm like, that's fun. But like, also you can't confirm or deny the results. Exactly. <laughs> I just want to... I, I want it to be right, but also I want to trick it and be like, see, you don't know everything technology. See, and that's... <laughs> I'm smarter than the AI. That's So when I took my 23 and me, that's what it was like. It was like, all right, motherfucker, tell me about me, but also be wrong. And it wasn't wrong. Yeah. It's my DNA. It's not going to be wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like... Yeah. That, I too like to be told facts about myself. Yeah. I just think that that one's really cool because it... Like, there's a lot of variation like research that went into that. And also, I like <laughs> I like finding out what other people call things. And it's like, how did we get there, though? Who calls a lightning bug? I don't call it a... I call it a firefly. <laughs> See? That's the thing. I know all the answers. Who calls a firefly a peeny wally? And why? Because that's one of the answers. They call it a peeny wally? Yeah. That's a fun quiz. Yeah. I liked it. Super accurate. I mean, yeah. as far as for you, for Kelsey, and for myself, like, that's all pretty, yeah, pretty pointed. <laughs> What's your last topic? So, <laughs> this one could be con- kind of controversial. <laughs> okay. But my next top is- topic is masks. Okay. I like masks <laughs> for various reasons. It shouldn't be controversial. It should, it's a health it should not be controversial, risk. but it could be. So I don't mind being on the pro side of the controversy. No, same. Me either. I will. This is the the hill I will die on. So having traveled already in COVID, uh, I was a little super wary about getting a little super wary, a lot super wary about getting on the airplane. That was like between yeah. that and it being my first trip since like us in Vegas. Like, yeah, I w- first actual trip. Yeah. I mean, you've been camping and stuff. I've been but... camping and we d- drove up to Whistler, but that's very different than Denver. Yeah. Anyways, um, I found that when someone is not wearing their mask, I get very uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is why I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk about masks this week because I like it's them. It's such a weird... Like, we learned that behavior so fast, like, to be uncomfortable about it. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's what, like... Like, I went to Salt Lake City in January. And that wasn't even half a thought. Like, we were walking down the street to a bar at night and like <laughs> yeah like nothing even in february <laughs> so february is Stefan's birthday like i held a house party because yeah my mom came down here february yeah from washington like things were fine that was yeah. six seven months ago mm-hmm. the fact that we now feel weird without one is yeah i mean a good thing but like also like holy shit like that yeah that happened so, so fast, fast. <laughs> yeah um however not all masks are created equal. And I have kind of become a mask snob. <laughs> so I started wearing just fabric masks, which are fine. But recently, there's been some more research come out about different types of masks and how effective they are. Here in Portland a couple weeks, or last week, we got slammed with the smoke on top of the pandemic. So one of my love, I was wearing a medical mask, when uh, I have been just because the nose bridge uh, helps my glasses not fog up. Um, it's mm. a fibrous material, so it protects people. 
The only problem is it doesn't seal perfectly to my face, obviously. So there is that little bit of risk there. However, I feel it's safer than my basic cotton ones. We'll get to that one. That research in a few seconds. But my, one of my lovely coworkers gave me a, uh, it's called Pure MSK. It's a, it's made by Nano Air. It's called Nano Air Mask. And their material is called Pure MSK. And it's basically the N95 equivalent of a fibrous material. It's not technically rated N95, but it catches up to 95% of airborne particles down to 0.3 nanometers. Viruses are carried in aerosol droplets, which are between 5 and 15 nanometers per size. So I feel pretty confident that the mask I was wearing is going to protect me from a lot of different things. In fact, I wore Mm -hmm. that mask outside in the smoke. I couldn't smell the smoke through the mask except for very faintly. So I ordered a whole box of them. (laughs) They were $45 for 10 of them, but I wore one for four days and I could probably wear it for another week. Um, I want to get a box for myself so I can rotate them out on the daily and spray them down with Lysol and such and make them last longer. Mm -hmm. Um, But I liked it a lot and it... It kind of felt like the paper, you know how when you go to the doctor, they give you like those paper vests and like paper skirts to put on. <laughs> like sure. when you go for like physicals and have to be naked, they give you like the paper. I've watched a doctor show. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so that's what the outside feels like. But the inside is like a fibery material um, mm-hmm. and it like goes down below your chin and up above your nose and it seals all the way around. So when you breathe, it sucks in. So the air is actually being filtered as it sucks in. And then when you breathe out, it blows out. And you can definitely feel, like, the resistance of the mask there. So not only does it protect yourself, it protects everyone else, too. So like I said, not all masks are created equal. And we're going to go over some of the best and the worst masks. Okay. So obviously, the best mask is going to be your N95 uh, without built-in valves. So the N95 mask is 99.9% efficient at filtering large droplets. So like those virus droplets that are between 5 and 15 nanometers. Mm-hmm. The efficiency at filtering aerosols is 95%. So you do have a little bit of variant there. Um, but overall, your N95 mask is going to be your best bet. Your surgical mask filters 98.5% of large droplets and only 89.5% at filtering aerosols. So... It'll catch a lot of the big stuff, and it'll catch a lot of the small stuff, but it's not perfect. However, mm-hmm. uh, the surgical mask is obviously used in a medical setting, so it's going to be one of your safer options. But your hybrid mask, which is a mixture of like your filter or your um, the nanofibers that I was just talking about, in addition to like a layer of like cotton or something, which would be the paper side of the mask that I bought. Those are 96% effective at filtering large droplets and 94% effective at filtering aerosols. So you're right up there with your N95 mask as far as equivalency goes. So that's good news, I think. So I feel pretty confident about the mask that I'm, masks that I ordered and see how they work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but based off this chart, I feel pretty good about it. Your two-layer cotton mask is 99.9%. 99.5% effective at filtering large droplets and only 82% effective at filtering aerosols. Your tea towel or dishcloth material is 98% effective at filtering large droplets and only 72.5% effective at filtering aerosols. Your cotton t-shirt is 100% or 97% efficient at filtering large droplets and only 51% effective at filtering aerosols. So if you're wearing cotton t-shirt material on your face, you're not doing much. Natural silk One of the worst is 56% effective at filtering large droplets and only 54% effective at filtering aerosols. Mm -hmm. So the last three, the tea tea towel or dishcloth, cotton t-shirt, and natural silk says that those should be worn in outdoor areas only. A scarf or bandana is only 44% effective at filtering large droplets and 49% effective at filtering aerosols. And they say you should use a scarf or bandana as a last resort. In a mask with a built-in vent valve, it filters, or it's, yeah, 90% effective at filtering large droplets, 90% effective at filtering aerosols, but they never recommend anyone wear those because it doesn't protect others. So you're breathing Mm -hmm. in filtered air, but you're not breathing out filtered air. And that is the problem. 
So when you're wearing a mask, you're not really wearing it for yourself. You're wearing it for other people. Yeah. Which I can get on board with. And which is why I don't have a big problem with wearing masks. However, lots of others do. I just thought that was kind of interesting. And it's something that I've become more aware of recently. I thought I could be okay, like, being lenient with some of my friends who don't necessarily, like, wear the masks. Uh, I have certain friends who basically wear upside down visors. Like, the strap goes around your chin. And it just, like, sits Mm. here like a bowl. And it's clear. Yeah. And like you're not and doing anything. Literally nothing. You're I, not yeah, doing I have anything. A customer who came in wearing that, and he's like, "Oh, I'm trying out this new mask, and uh, it feels like I'm talking to myself because it like obviously it just like sound, yeah, it goes back to him. But like also, it's just a sheet of plastic in front of your face. If you sneeze, sure, it'll stop that, but like you're still breathing directly out into the air. Yeah, <laughs> like that not effective at all. Um, no. I thought I would be the okay. point is the filter, not to keep a barrier in between. Exactly. So I thought I would be okay with things like that. Uh, turns out I am not. Um, that six feet rule, stay away. I'm still that person. <laughs> and I probably will be going forward. Honestly, I have not, I'm going to knock on wood, have not been sick sick yet since we've all been wearing masks, um, which I think is pretty interesting because I usually get sick around this time of year. Mm. I'll, also, I'm not out doing things, but it just goes to show you like how effective masks are at preventing germs at preventing sickness you know um so i feel like any question that there is about the mask fiasco or mask mandate Mm -hmm. is basically thrown out the window at least in my book just from the evidence that i've seen and witnessed and experienced with my own self i feel like they're very effective so Mm -hmm. i like them yep it's not a mandate here yeah but yep so it's wild here in oregon we've done a really good job with our masks uh most people will wear or at least here in portland especially We'll wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. We'll wear a mask going through a drive-thru. Uh, wear a mask getting gas if you're handing your card out the window. Like, anytime you have contact with someone else, even people walking down the street will be wearing masks. You drive over into Washington, and a large majority do not. It is absolutely boggles my brain that the difference of a border can make it a mindset. Yeah. I've traveled to Washington several times during this period, and just the amount of resistance is appalling <laughs> yeah my appalling. i was talking to my mom i was talking to my mom about it because she works at a restaurant and then we were talking i mentioned i can cut this part out if you want but i mentioned that one of your friends works for mike and oh, wherever yeah. um yeah <laughs> my mom's like yeah i thought we were hicks up here but <laughs> the, the battleground restaurant they have signs up blaming insley <laughs> like like he says you can't do this He's the one who said you can't come in and play games. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. I'm like, he did say all that. That's that's just fact. It is. It's facts. <laughs> like, and like, also, maybe you just follow the health advice because your yeah. your brain is not better than a doctor's brain. I promise you. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, because I talked about good air quality, I figured I should talk about masks as well because that also helps with filtering out yeah. air particulate in addition to preventing sickness and things. So those are both two things I am very grateful for and like. So yeah, I have to wear my mask at work. I would wear it anyway because we have a sign up saying, "Hey, wear a mask to come in here," but we're not allowed to enforce it. That's so lame. Yeah. Do you have people who don't wear masks? Yeah. Oh yeah. This is Arizona. <laughs> oh God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a. Uh, one customer, actually, it was the one customer who came to pick up today, but he came to drop off yeah, Friday, probably. And he was, <laughs> he comes in, he doesn't put his mask on until he comes in the store. And I'm like, you're already here. Yeah. But like, he has a bag. So he just has to take three steps in, put it on the counter and leave. Like you're spending more time pulling it out of your pocket and like fumbling it around to get it the right way to put on your face. Just come and drop it off and leave if you're not going to wear the mask. Right. <laughs> like, or put it on outside. Like, you're in here longer than you need to it be. would take. Well, it, you're in here longer without the mask to put it on than you would be to just step in, drop it off, and leave. God. Ugh. And I had one person, they had a mask on when they were outside. And then when they came in, they took it off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who's the mask for then? <laughs> oh like, you were in your car before. That's so weird. Yeah. Oh, I hate. Also, uh, wear your mask properly yes your breath also comes out of your nose 
<laughs> put it over everything. Yes, find a Have mask. Have you ever watched ER? Find a mask that seals to your face, preferably. Like, <sighs> the least amount of leak points as possible. Yes. Yeah, if you have disposable income right now and you can try out different masks and find one that fits you right, absolutely. But something's better than nothing. And also, even if you have the shittiest mask, wear it over your nose. All of Just your wear it over your nose. Points. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Just wear it over your nose. I'm getting all mad. Yeah. Mad about masks. <laughs> yep. It's like my 2020 mantra. Just mad about masks. Do you guys still have the arrows at your grocery store? Yes. Yeah. So do we. Yeah, we do. People don't follow Nobody them. Nobody uses them. It's like everyone deliberately goes the wrong direction. And I'm like, why? Right? Just <laughs> follow the arrows. <sighs> However, we do have them at work and people do follow them at work. So. I don't have them at work, but I'm the only one there. So. <laughs> Our hallways are pretty tight. So we've made them one yeah. ways. Yeah. Occasionally people cheat, but they always make sure no one else is coming. We have markings on the floor saying like, stand in this little square and then stand over in this little square if there's already someone at the counter but nobody looks at those of course not the fuckers don't even wear masks i am mouthy this week <laughs> well people are being irresponsible and putting <laughs> your fellow citizens at risk right. all right before i get too worked up let's do this thing okay all right i'm gonna eat chips and dip yum that sounds good we had mod Yays. pizza before we started recording so Ooh, I love mod. So good. So good. Oh, it's my favorite. They have kalamats. They do. <laughs> I got their um, deluxe salad. That is mm-hmm. real good with their balsamic yeah. vinaigrette. Nice. Super good. I have to try it. Yes, it has meat in it. Uh, speaking of balsamic, the other day I was thinking about roasted grapes because I've had them on a sandwich before. Roasted And it's real grapes? good. Yes. So on the sandwich I had... They, like, at the restaurant, they roast the grapes, and then they, like, put it, because it's a grape, so it gets all soft when you heat it up like that. So then you just, like, spread it on there, like, oh, grape wait. jam, basically. It's like jelly. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> yes. Literally like jelly. But I was thinking about them. I'm like, you could put them, like, on a salad, roast them with, like, some balsamic and, like, thyme or something. That would be good. And then I got on Pinterest, and there was a <laughs> recipe for roasted grapes with thyme and i'm like excuse me i was just thinking that i didn't say it out loud are you now inside my brain pitris <laughs> right weird all right if you liked what we had to say this week leave us a comment on soundcloud give us a like there if you listen on apple Podcasts, give us a five star and review there hit us up on instagram and on twitter at yes dude podcast and wear Yes Dude Podcast on both. Also, quick reminder, wear your mask. Just wear your mask. That's my closing closing sentiment this week. Wear the mask. Also, if you are listeners from Ireland, uh, come back. Because I don't know where you went, but you haven't shown up in our listens recently. So come back. Who? I already said it. You don't get to know until it comes out. Ah! <laughs> I'll tell you after. It froze right as you were saying it. <laughs> I know. Suck. I'll tell you when we stop recording. Okay. Okay. We'll come back to the listener who's not been listening for weeks. We miss you. <laughs> we do. All right. Anything else? No, I'm good. Okay. All right. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.